0: We have a very special relationship and I wanted it to be super special. I wanted Sarah to be surprised as hell. And I also wanted to capture it because I know with anything I do with Sarah, there needs to be some content tied to it.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human being behind Big Kid Problems, Sarah Merrill. Now, I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about entering the adult world, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have Big Kid Problems. So each week, we will take a funny yet informative look at a specific Big Kid Problem, break it down with our roundtable panel, then have on an expert to help us solve our problem of the week. From love and relationships, career, money, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So, thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Happy summer, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Cube Problems Podcast Summer Series edition. It is so good to be back. I am still working on our full-fledged season two that's gonna drop this fall. But in the meantime, we've got five brand new episodes rolling out over the next five weeks with all summer-related topics. So, ladies and gents, welcome to the Big Cube Problems summer series. Piom Oh! <laughs> should really spring for some dj sound effects in the the next season um okay anyway so each week we're going to be covering a different summer related big kid problem uh but for this first week i wanted to kick things off with something a little bit special and for anyone who follows me or big kid problems on instagram you may have already heard the news but guys i'm fucking engaged okay that happened um, let's talk about a way to kick off your summer. Uh I am honestly still in shock over the whole thing and I actually debated making this into a podcast episode at all, but I couldn't just come back on the air and not address this and so many of you have been so sweet and have been messaging me like trying to hear the whole story. So, I figured it would just be fun and easiest to record a little episode about how it all went down. Uh so for this first part of the episode, we've got a very Rare appearance from my fiancé, Brandon Hall. He's, he's a bit of a behind-the-scenes guy, so this took a little bit of convincing, but I thought it would be fun to kind of hear the story from both of our separate perspectives. Yeah. Um, And then true to form, I didn't want to make this whole episode about me. That's like so not what this podcast is about. So I brought in an expert from Bitches Brides, which is the new channel from Bitches. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them on Instagram. If you follow Big Kid Problems, Bitches is like pretty similar, but like hilarious. Awesome. One of my personal favorite Instagram accounts to follow. Um, But so we have somebody from their new channel on to teach us about what you need to do immediately after getting engaged Because let me tell you, nobody tells you this stuff, but right after that ring is on your finger, you have like a checklist of shit you need to get done. Like I'm, my head is still spinning. Um, So I I wanted to get into it. We're going to get you guys prepared and stay tuned because this is going to be a heartfelt yet very informative episode and we will be right back. All right. Before we get cranking into this episode, I'm just going to take a quick sip of strong coffee to get my mind right. Just like I do every morning. Strong coffee is a delicious alternative to regular coffee. And it looks like a protein powder that you mix with hot or cold water, which is just really, really easy uh, and foolproof, which is good for me in the morning because my brain doesn't turn on for like a good, I don't know, two hours after I roll out of bed. Um, But it's packed with all All these extra beneficial ingredients like MCT oil to support brain function and focus, hyaluronic acid and collagen proteins to support healthy hair, skin, and nails. And one of my favorite extra little ingredients is the L-theanine that actually helps your brain and body relax, so you can get shit done without those like caffeine anxiety-inducing jitters. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, So if you want to try strong coffee for yourself, I have an awesome little discount code for our listeners. Right now, you can buy one bag and get one free, which is a $45 savings, guys. God, you know I love a good bargain around here. So try this one today. I have a link directly in show notes, um, or you can just use code BIGKID uh, in all caps. So that's BIGKID in all capital letters at strongcoffeecompany.com. All right, guys, I'm sitting here with a very special guest, the man, the myth, the legend, my fiance, which still sounds really weird to say out loud. Hey, Brandon. Hi, babe. <laughs> it only took an entire first season uh, to get you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us.
0: Well, this is technically the first time I've been invited, so.
1: Oh, give me a break. You're always invited. All right. Well, we're going to talk about our engagement, but I think it's kind of important to to mention firsthand because i feel like as somebody who always saw engagements happening on social media and always just thought like everybody had the most perfect relationship who was getting engaged or married i think it's important to note that like we're a pretty normal couple like we've had our ups and downs we definitely weren't always always perfect would you would you say that's an accurate
0: description (laughs) yeah for sure
1: we've been together for Five years brandon actually met me on my 25th birthday <laughs> brandon always says he's like whenever one of his friends wants to date like a 25 year old he's like i'll give you 25 reasons not why you shouldn't date a 25 year old
0: 100 i've been writing that blog post for a long time but haven't got it out yet
1: <laughs> yeah um needless to say i probably wasn't ready when we we first met uh for our relationship facts facts were you ready for our relationship when we met
0: I think I was closer than you were, but it was definitely, we were both at a very, you know, interesting times of, interesting time of our life. You definitely just turned 25, just got out of a relationship. I was jet setting all over the country, hardly, we were living in New York at the time and I was, you know, in New York a week, maybe two weeks a month, flying back and forth to California. So it was, it was definitely an interesting time to try to make something work, but yeah, something kept pulling us back to, to each other
1: for sure for sure we were definitely probably not ready and i was running around with my pants off in new york city having a good time that was like the most fun ever period with all my girlfriends were single and then we met and it was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> like if we had met two years later we would have both saved ourselves so much heartache gray we, hairs and gray, gray hairs. hairs but we made it work and I, I'd like to say like I'm proud of our relationship because I feel like we both have put a lot of work into it. And we obviously have had something here this whole time and we've both worked at it.
2: Right.
0: Uh, and I think it's important to say that not only have we put work into our relationship, but we've also put a lot of work into ourselves um, over the last five years. True. And we always knew that we had a special a special connection. We always had an amazing chemistry. But uh, you know, I think we both just took a, took the extra effort to like really develop ourselves personally over these past couple of years and it's one hundred percent paid off.
1: Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. But I feel like all of this relationship talk is good for another episode. This episode, we're talking about our engagement and filling in everybody how it went down. So just, just I guess we'll just give you the quick story. B, I mean, you planned this thing. How did you? How and you really pulled it off. I mean. I think as a female, like we all have expectations or we have like a thought of what our engagement might be. And like any thought I had for an an engagement was just this was so much better. So (laughs) how did you pull this off? Because I'm not also not one to be surprised.
0: No, she's not a fan of being surprised at all, uh, which made it even better. (laughs) Well, I would say for any of you that know Sarah and have been following her, listening to her over the past year on this podcast or six months on the podcast or just following Big Kid's problems in general, you probably s- started seeing the subtle the subtle hints starting to pop subtle. up. pop. But they're very subtle about a year ago and then became much more aggressive <laughs> over the past six months when she actually had a podcast and she could describe it a little bit more and make it very clear that a lot of her friends were getting engaged or that... <laughs> Engagement pictures popping up all over social media. Anyways, it was, just, it was a long time coming. But We, it we dated
1: was, for five years. We dated,
0: we dated for five years. Well, throw in the fact that I had a massive knee surgery a year ago. So that, that set me back a little bit. Just the fact of getting on a knee in general. But anyways, there was a lot of obstacles during that time. But anyways, with that being said, I also wanted it to be special because... We have a very special relationship and I wanted it to be super special. I wanted Sarah to be surprised as hell. And I also wanted to capture it because I know with anything I do with Sarah, there needs to be some content tied to it. (laughs) So there's a couple different things that I needed to figure out there. Um, My initial plan was to do it in Banff, Canada in February at this conference that I go to on an annual basis. And my brother, without no, without he had no idea at all proposed to his girlfriend in Banff on the lake that I was looking at 2 months prior over new years and um it was a beautiful engagement i'm so glad they did it and he had no idea that i was thinking about that but i was like shit <laughs> there it goes the thing that i've had planned for months and now it's time for plan b and then looking at the calendar from that point on we literally had weddings or bachelor parties or bachelorette parties or something every single weekend until Memorial Day. And so what else? The other thing we had was we were supposed to go on a trip to Brazil around this time. And I was like, cool, Brazil is some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. We'll go do it in Brazil. I'll do it while we're down there. And then about three to four weeks prior, Sarah decided that she had way too much work to do and she had to pull out of that trip.
1: To be fair, I was working on this podcast, which is why I had to, I had to back out of Brazil.
0: Rich. Right. Exactly. Which I wholeheartedly supported. And this is obviously super important. She's very passionate about it. So like I said, fully supported, it. but then there goes plan B (laughs) and now I'm scrambling for plan C and God knows I wasn't going to go another couple months without doing this because I had a couple more friends lined up to get married that. I can just see the glares at that wedding if they were getting married before we <laughs> we were even engaged. So um, uh, the one weekend that we had available was Memorial Day weekend and we were supposed to be in LA. And I love LA, but it's really, really, really hard to get friends and family together here. For um, anything. For anything. And let alone that. So I'm like, man, I always imagine this, having all of our friends and family involved. And so I just literally the week before started through text out to all of our friends and family in the area and unbelievably everybody seemed to be free <laughs> and was in town and wanted to be a part of it. So basically I I um went to a there was a resort called Col- Colomigos Ranch up in Malibu that we had visited a couple months before for a charity event. And it's just an unbelievable setting. And I happened to get to know some of the people that are involved there. And I called them about a week before. I'm like, is there a couple weeks before? But then I went and looked at the property about five days before and fell in love with it and found like the perfect spot.
1: Anybody who doesn't know Calamigos Ranch, like, look it up on Instagram. It is the most magic, beautiful place in Malibu.
0: Yeah, it's a special place. And so I went there, toured it, found the perfect spot. And found a spot where everyone could gather afterwards. And on the way home from there, I called her and said, Hey, babe, we just got invited. She thought I was meeting with an investor of ours. And I, was, and I said, this contact I have just invited us to an amazing party this Saturday at Calamigos Ranch and is giving us a room for the night. Um, we have to go. Like, there's no questions about this. <laughs> like, you have to go. And she was like, okay, fine. Um, and I subtly mentioned that I was going to play golf with him beforehand. So I'm going to have to go up there early and so forth, which she she didn't hear. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> and so anyways, that was it. So Saturday, that Saturday, I... I, do you want to tell your nail story?
1: Yeah, I think that's important. Well, we went out to breakfast that morning, and he had he told me he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to go play golf." I'm like, "Wait, what? What am I gonna do all day?" It's like Saturday Memorial Weekend, and how did this is actually hilarious. She
0: completely forgot that I told her I was gonna go play golf, and. Got a little, a little pissy, just a little bit, not too bad. (laughs) Just a little kind of, okay, whatever. Well, what am I going to do for five hours on Memorial Weekend? And I I was looking at her nails and I was just kind of chipping away at them. And she looked at, she's like, oh my God, don't do that. They're disgusting. I'm like, well, you now have five hours to kill today.
1: (laughs) Which is so brilliant. Like you like mind fucked your way into making me realize I needed a manicure. Because everybody asked that when they saw the Instagram announcement, everyone's like, your nails look too perfect to be surprised um so that was that was well done on your part
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm pretty proud of that one
1: (laughs) yeah you picked up my nails okay i realized i needed to go get a manicure i go do that it makes me late um you went quote unquote golfing i come back i'm thinking i'm like all right i don't really need to be there on time like this is some charity event it's gonna be a bunch of people i don't know so i'm already planning on being fashionably late i'm dilly-dallying getting ready Have no idea what to wear. I mean, every girl listening, you you know the deal. Meanwhile, you're like looking at the clock. Like, what? Where is this girl?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I told her she needed to be there at six six o'clock, knowing that sunset was about seven thirty. And sunset in Malibu is, it goes behind the mountains and the lights are gone. The light is gone. And so I did give it like a half an hour buffer. I figured she got there at 630, give us an hour. And I call her at four, 430 because it takes about an hour and a half to get there. And I was like, you ready? She's like, no, I just got done. I just got done getting my nails done. I'm like, Woo. I was like, you haven't showered or changed or anything? She's like, no. I'm fine. I'm. I just figured I'd wait till after traffic. Anyways, I'm like, you have to get here as fast as possible. I was like, it's a sit down dinner, it's um, it's outdoors. Like you've got to be here for sunset. And she's like, you know, and I. I she's like, okay, I'll try my best.
1: So anyway, I got in the black car, drive to Malibu. I get there, and I, I guess you had tipped the valet guys because they're like in on it at this point i arrive um the valet is like oh you're here for the event we'll take you we'll take you to where you go for the event i'm like okay still not thinking anything of it we they walk me to this path that like goes up these vineyards like up this hill in malibu it's it's sunset it is like absolutely beautiful so they lead me to the path and i'm thinking i'm like oh by the time i get up there i'm not going to be able to like be that girl at this charity event taking photos so i might as well take some content while i'm down here i'm like taking instagram stories like time is still ticking away
0: meanwhile i can see her like i saw her walk there and i saw her start the path which should only take 30 seconds to get up and there's about two three minutes of film life <laughs> <by.
1: laughs> Are you thinking I, like, caught on and was about to bail?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple spots if you look through. Because this is in a vineyard. And I'm sitting on this, like, grass opening at the top of this vineyard. And there's a couple of places where you look up, you could see me. And you would notice that there wasn't an event. And so I was like, shit, she must have seen me. And she's, like, freaking the fuck out right now.
1: No, I didn't put that together. Anyway, so I start going up this hill. And there's I noticed there's these, these chalkboard signs, like, leading up the hill. And I just thought they were leading you to the event. Like I figured, you know, there's this big event at the top of this thing. So the first sign says like sometimes, and I keep walking up the little pathway. And then another sign says the best moments. And then I keep walking it up, up the pathway. And then the next sign says are around the corner. And I turn the corner expecting to see like this big, like all these tables, all these people. And I look and it's just this big, massive area with only Brandon standing in the middle and rose petals everywhere and he's standing at this table alone. And I just like completely like my brain just shut down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so shocked. I just stood there. And then like you, my brain starts putting all the things. He's like, wait, there's no event. Wait, it's just Brandon. Wait, like this is it's happening. It's happening. And I just what was my reaction? Because I, I don't even remember. I just like my wheels, the wheels shut
0: down. You just put your hand over your chest And just said no about, like, four times as you're walking towards me. And then a nose turned into, are you kidding me? And then it turned into, oh, my God, are you serious? And meanwhile, there's, like, just this blank stare of, like, Try i could just see her trying to put all this together and then i
1: i, I just like can't explain the level of shock <laughs> i i really can't like we have some I pictures almost,
0: that explain it
1: i know i almost fell over like i think there was one period of time i almost fell like i was just like my brain shut down <laughs> <laughs> but i started so, walking up to you because then so. i realized it's like it's happening like every you know like you think about this like for years and I'm like walking towards you still trying to figure it all out
0: yeah and then so i get her up to me and i grab her hands and i sit down i get on my knee and do the whole thing which and i
1: still don't know what you said like brain i've been at begging brandon to retell me what he said
0: well i told her three four times that night again the next morning and once again she still doesn't remember any of it i blacked so. out i blacked out <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so I say what I said and then finally tell like us. get out no that's between you and I so anyways you say she what you say. I say what you say and she's still just stone face and I finally get up put the ring on her and then Sarah doesn't cry ever I've seen her cry like three times since I've known her and just starts bawling hysterically <laughs> and it's not like it, it's the words that come out of her fa- her mouth are Oh my god, I'm such an asshole. I'm <laughs> such an asshole. I cannot believe I was an hour late to my own engagement. Who does that? I can't believe that. I'm such an asshole and such like and this goes on for like 3 to 4 minutes. Well, that was, just...
1: literally I finally like put like my brain puts it together and I realize like you're sitting there in the sun for an hour. <laughs> like in a suit like sweating bullets i just felt so bad in that moment and it was like so beautiful and i realized like all the work and all of the things and all of the story that i had been told like the amount of work that went into it so then i just like it took me a minute yeah it took me a minute but then i got happy
0: and and you got happy and we had a great time
1: and we sprayed some one hope sparkly champagne all over
0: her face
1: yeah he he had this gold shimmer bottle that matched my ring we have to talk about the ring too for just a hot second because he, as a girl, I, I'm sure many of you, you probably like have your, your, your dream ring in mind. Like I had, I just didn't know. Like I like all diamond rings. Like I think they're all beautiful. Like I never knew. I just knew I wanted something different, which isn't helpful. I don't think <laughs> for like any guy shopping for a ring. I had no idea what shape I wanted. All I knew is I wanted a gold ring. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I had no vision. I think my Pinterest pictures that I had up were from, like, 2007. Like, I had never updated them.
0: And her pin... She had, like, eight on Pinterest. And every single one of them was different. Like, yeah. there was... The only thing that was similar is that they were gold bands. Other than that, not a, sing, not a single thing. And then I started asking a couple of her friends. And they were all... All had different... Like, they're like, oh, she mentioned she liked this once. And they were all different from each other. So...
1: <laughs> yeah, I was no help. But the ring you picked hint, out...
0: Update your Pinterest with exactly what you want right now if you have you're in that part of your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel bad about that. But you did a really great job. Like I'm looking at it right now and it just, it's such a fucking like dopamine hit. Every time I look at it, it's so beautiful. And like I had whatever I didn't know what I wanted, but like whatever I had pictured in my brain, like this is way better than that. Like I love it.
0: I love it so much. Accomplished.
1: So thanks. Good job good job on that anyway so we spray some champagne i he gives me this gold bottle he's like shake it up and spray it i spray it directly in my face (laughs) but we're like laughing it's like beautiful it's it's literally the most beautiful best moment of my whole life and he's like okay we got to go now and i'm like wait i don't want to go he's like no we have dinner on the property and we're already an hour late to our reservation i'm like fuck because i just wanted to stay up on that mountain like forever and like the sun is going down and it's just like golden and like overlooking all of Malibu's. I didn't want to leave. He basically drags me out. So you, you take me, you're like, we have to go to this part of the restaurant.
0: Yeah. So we, there's, for those of you that know that area, there's a restaurant attached to the ranch called uh, Malibu cafe, which is this beautiful outdoor restaurant, kind of lounge area games and whatnot. But there's kind of a restaurant in the back tucked in the back corner. And so we, yeah we have to we drive just, there. We we got a, a ride from the valet who were all in on this and they drove us down there. And um we had all of our friends and and family that were miraculously in town <laughs> for the weekend waiting. Um waiting back in that uh
1: waiting for an hour,
0: waiting for over <laughs> an hour. Now they're they're basically all shit faced at this time. Um but anyways, we walk around. We, I walk her through the cafe and we come around the corner and,
1: and everybody's there. there. Our dog is there. Like I just see Tucker running up to us, which it was, a, that was like shock number two. It and was such a water, great moment. And
0: then waterworks number two sets in. Yeah,
1: I was definitely bawling at this point. <laughs> and like, it was just such a perfect, it was like the perfect engagement for me because I loved that we had like our moment on the hill and it was just you and I and it was so intimate and like just the best. And But then like, When these things happen, like you just want to be with your friends and your family and like celebrating and like telling them, you know, like exactly the story. And so everyone was there and celebrated with us and we had tequila shots and it was perfect. I loved it. I'm
0: glad. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm glad you did. <laughs> so good job b and yeah it was such a good kickoff to summer so i'm glad we could share that with all of you since i've been off the air for a few weeks you know just had to fill you in uh so now coming up next i'll be joined by ashley fern of bitches brides who for those of you who don't know is the newest channel from bitches one of my all-time favorite accounts on Instagram. Uh, And we're going to talk all about what happens immediately after you get engaged because nobody tells you, but the second you get that ring on your finger, the wedding planning starts and shit gets real. Uh, And I was just very, very much unprepared for that. So stick around and we will be right back with Bitches Brides. So we're about to talk all about wedding planning and all that fun stuff in a minute. And I'm not like one of those girls that has their entire wedding planned out in advance. But if there are two things I know for sure that I want at my wedding, it's a live band and morning recovery. Now hear me out, for any big night out and weddings included, I just have to have my morning recovery. For anyone who doesn't know what a morning recovery is, it's essentially a drink for when you drink alcohol and it helps your body detox, rehydrate, and bounce back faster. Uh, It has ingredients like DHM, vitamin B and C complex, milk thistle, amino acids, and many other nutrients to help boost your liver function and have you feel better quicker. Now, I discovered them a few months Go. And for anyone who knows me, they'll tell you I rarely drink alcohol anymore without my morning recovery. It's just not worth it, especially at a wedding with an open bar. I mean, no shot. And they come in these cute little bottles that I've actually smuggled into the last few weddings I've been to. You just kind of put them in your clutch. And trust me, I mean, it's a game changer. Now, if you want to try morning recovery, now is the time. And I have a 20% off code for our listeners. Just go to morelabs.com slash big kid and then use code big kid at checkout. Again, that's morelabs.com slash big kid and then use code big kid at checkout. Welcome back to the big kid problems podcast. I am so excited, you guys. Um, I as soon as I got engaged, I was like scrolling Instagram. And I realized that Betches has a new Brides channel. Yes, we do. Yeah, and it was the best timing ever. So Ashley Fern is joining
2: us right now. You manage the, the Bitches Bride account? Yes, I manage it. We launched it about a month and a half ago. It was kind of inspired by the fact that so many people in our office were getting engaged and going to bachelorette parties and being part of weddings that it kind of just seemed natural to create this.
1: Yeah, and it's such like, it, it's like, Now that I'm in it, like I just, you know, just got into it and I'm like, oh my God, there's a whole world that I don't know about. Yeah. So I'm like so excited that you guys have an entire page dedicated to this.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's necessary because there's so much clutter out there and just gives you like such unrealistic expectations when you're planning your wedding of like what yours is going to look like and how carefree and stress free and it looks like it would be free because there's so many pictures of all this crazy stuff out there and it's just like, that's not what it's like.
1: Yeah, you look at things and you're like, how do people afford this? Because like when you start getting into things, I'm like, oh cool, if I take all the money I've ever earned in my whole life, like I can afford like two It's a lot settings. of
2: like, hey dad, um, uh, <laughs> please. And he's like, I still pay your cell phone bill. Now I have to pay for this. And it's like, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Like, actually, yes.
1: So I kind of want to hear from you because you actually, was this part of it? Like you got engaged and you're like, you obviously are like, I, I saw you put it like a ton of research into a lot of things and you're like sharing cool stuff that you found out. So Yeah.
2: So I got engaged last single de Mayo 2018. So I've been engaged for a little over a year now. And honestly, I did all of my planning within the first month to two months. And I have not done anything since then. That's incredible. Except run this account and like (laughs) tell people and like try to help people. Yeah. I mean, that is
1: goals. Like, okay. So let's even back up. You get engaged. Like what are the first things you have to do? Because there's a lot.
2: Yeah, there's a lot. So you can't book any vendors unless you have a wedding date. So the first thing you need to do is like start looking for a venue. <laughs> like a my fiance is from Philly. I'm from, my family lives in New York now. So the first thing we had to decide was like, where are we doing this? We both live in New York, obviously. So we're doing it in Long Island. New York City is way too expensive. Nice. So once and we, your
1: families are like in the area. That's, yeah. That makes it so much easier.
2: Yeah. So we actually ended up with a venue, five minute drive from my fam- where my family lives and a 30 minute drive from the city. So it was really a matter of like convenience and just like the venue had to check all the boxes like could we get married outside is the ballroom really large is you know can you make the dance floor the size that you want that i mean those were like my you're, only you're criteria required, yeah. and Because people go into this like, oh, I want this. I want this. And like, there's no place that checks all your boxes. So you really need to prioritize. It's so crazy too. Like you start to
1: look into these things and I'm like, how do people even find venues? Because like, I'm just Googling cute garden wedding venues and it's the top 50 in the country. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like everybody's seeing the same list Mm -hmm. and there has, it's just, it's overwhelming.
2: It's crazy. And I've like looked on Instagram or The Knot has been great, Wedding Wire those sites and you can kind of filter what you want and your price range. But going into it blind is very overwhelming. I would definitely use like one of those database sites. Yeah. Okay. So those are the ones you
1: like. Um, I'm already having a panic attack. This is cool.
2: (laughs) The other thing that was really overwhelming to me, which I didn't think of was creating a registry because the second you get engaged, people want to buy you stuff, which is really cool. Oh, I've had like nobody ask for my registry yet. What the hell? It's mostly like older people. Okay. Okay. So I didn't think I wanted to do one of those because I live in a New York City apartment and I can't fit anything I already own. So I don't want any new stuff. Yeah. Um, I just want money to pay <laughs> for this Just give way. me money, right. literally. Um, so I actually signed up with Zola because they let you create your own gifts. So you can come up with like any financial gifts that you want. So you could create a honeymoon fund or you can create, you know, your airline ticket for your honeymoon, but it's a cash fund. So when you someone gives oh, yeah. you this gift, you don't actually get a gift. You get money direct deposited in your bank account, and they think that they They're gave you this you gift. you something. So um, that's amazing. Yeah. So, our friend, shout out to you, Kyle, he's officiating our wedding, bought us a $300 couple's massage for our honeymoon. I get an email you got $300. (laughs) What account do you want to deposit in? And I'm like, this is the best. Dude, this is like the life hack of all life hacks. It is. So I went through on Zola and I created the most random things for my honeymoon. I'm like, this dinner on night two, a massage on day three, this hike, we're going to Bali. I was like, this hike in Bali through this and like the car service from the airport, but it's cash, but it is things you're going to use. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So I have a question. So
1: Especially if you're just getting engaged, you make an account at Zola. How do you like low key or like in a classy way, like send it to everyone, you know, so they start buying you things?
2: When they ask or like your parents, friends will ask your parents, you just send them the website link and. Yeah. You just send them a link. So it's not like I want this gift and you can rearrange the entire registry in order So you can put the things you want first, first. So when they're looking at it, Mm. they're kind of consciously being like, okay, well, this is first. So I should buy her this. Okay. So
1: for all my friends and family listening right now, like my Zola link will be ready (laughs) at the time of this episode and just email me and I will make sure to get it to you
2: ASAP. Oh, also what's important is to create your wedding website, which you could do on the knot and you can link your Zola registry, which sounds a lot harder than it is yeah. on it. So if people are just like, oh, you got engaged, like they could just Google your name and your fiance's name and your wedding website will come up and your registry is already attached. So they won't even have to ask you half the time because if they just go to your website, it's there. Yeah. Do you need, do you probably need like a date though
1: for the wedding, like for a wedding website or no?
2: You don't. Okay. You could just do, you know, the year. Yeah. <laughs> or you can leave it blank. You can put an arbitrary date <laughs> okay. and write TBD oh. and start creating. Oh, registry.
1: okay. That's actually very good to know. All right. So what are some other things that like what happens? Do you get engaged? Like one person told me like, these are things I didn't even think of. They're like, yeah, you have to get your ring insured ASAP.
2: I'm like, yeah, okay. I was lucky. My ring was given to me already insured because... I'm the type of person who would need their (laughs) ring insured before they get it. Um, So that actually, and what's good about that is you can also, regardless of when you get it, you can tie it into your homeowner's insurance. Yeah. So if you already have something, it's not as hard as starting from scratch. Yeah. Like I thought
1: when someone were like, oh, you have to get your ring insured. I got like freaked out. I was like, that sounds like a big adult responsibility and a lot of work. They're like, no, it took literally five seconds. Yeah. Yeah um
2: my boyfriend did it or I was gonna say I did didn't it.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> but he said it was really easy so you guys can figure it out um, I'm trying to think are there any other like oh you know what else I didn't know about like when you get engaged like people just obviously start asking you about your date and all that stuff but then you have to like think about okay for when you really want to start planning things like how do you ask maybe I'm getting ahead of myself but like one of the first things I was thinking of is like okay I need to like Start figuring out my bridesmaids and like. I feel like I did it very early.
2: Yeah. Because.
1: Yeah. Let me hear like the things you did at first. I
2: did that within two months because I just wanted to get all the planning like done. I'm like a very big planner. So I wanted like the venue. I wanted to pick the vendors because also, like in a competitive city like New York, there's so many people in this demographic getting married that I was, I went to look in May of 2018. Wow. Oh my God, it's so scary. Yeah, so also keeping in mind like when you would want to get married, that's like there's a busy season. So September's busy, August, June. June.
1: That's what sucks is like we just got engaged in June and I'm like, you realize like all the dates are probably taken next year.
2: (laughs) I wouldn't let anything hold you back. I would start calling and just like, yeah, putting feelers out there for places you like to see what dates they have available because then you take that back to vendors and a lot of the times the vendors also are booked because if you think about it, these bands or DJs and florists, like they're not just doing weddings, they're doing other events. Yeah. So you want to make sure they're also available for your date. Oh my God. Okay. So you were like on it right from the get go. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like I have, I have a full-time job, like planning a wedding is a full-time job. Like I just want this like box checked and move on to the next thing and then like focus on work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what other boxes did you have to check? I'm like in shock you did this in like two, like one to two months. I'm like amazed.
2: I can't imagine this dragging on for more than that because (laughs) if I had like something like a a to-do list that like wasn't accomplished for that long, that would give me more anxiety than just getting it done. My fiance is not like that at all. He was like, you're insane. We've been engaged for four days and you picked out a venue. I'm like, you are going to be so happy in five months when we have 15 weddings this year and we don't have time to plan this. And every time we have a wedding, he's like, thank you. Yeah.
1: You're right. You're right. Seriously. Okay. So venue, looking at vendors, looking at like DJs, all of that good stuff.
2: And then what other things did you have to like kind of get planned right away? The one thing I was dreading was the dress. Yeah. A lot of people love that part. I'm not, I'm not into like... The very girly, flowy, I would rather wear black than white. So that to me was like, that was the last thing I did because I yeah. really just didn't want to do it. And that was a process. And you do have, like, once you have a date, like you should be looking for your wedding dress like nine months. Really? Or because you need, if you get a custom, it takes, I got my dress in October and it just got delivered to the salon two weeks ago. You're giving me a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally like, What? <sighs> Uh, you'll be fine it it works itself out it's yeah. just like oh, I have to do this this weekend like I have to devote an entire day to do this and then if you don't find it you gotta do it another day and you gotta do it another day
1: yeah and it, also is this a New York City thing or is this like uh, maybe this is just New York but to even go and look at dresses I noticed because there was this there's this one wedding dress shop that was by my old New York apartment mm-hmm. and I used to walk by all the time and I'd be like one day I'm gonna go to go in there and I'm gonna be able to shop and then like I poked my head in and they're like yeah you have to make an, an appointment like months in advance and pay fifty dollars for an appointment i was like oh okay
2: cool you do have to make an appointment some places do require a deposit because if you don't show up then yeah and they charge you i made i made my maid of honor made my appointments for me i think she made them like one to two months out oh nice yeah that's
1: why that's why getting back to that point about like Figuring out a bridal party and like... Well, that's
2: what I wanted to do. I was like, I need help. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. How did you... Do you have to like ask in like a cute way or like... You, you can s- ask in any way you want. I made them like little gift boxes and a lot of mine are from out of town. So I mailed them to them. Um, and then the ones who are local, I gave them to them in person. Yeah. Did you know like immediately who was in your...
1: I, I saw because I was looking at the Bitches Bride account and it showed like your bachelorette party. I'm like, you have like 15...
2: Oh, those weren't all my. Okay. I was like, how how do you become a girl? (laughs) I went to Penn State. There's a lot of people there. But so my bachelor was a combination between bridesmaids and not bridesmaids. Um, I had like a rough idea. I knew who I wanted. Like, I have a maid of honor and a matron of honor, and I knew the whole time that that's, yeah, those were the girls I was going to pick. Yeah. And I definitely need their help and like lean on them for everything. That's That's nice. So it was good to do that very early on because I kind of was like, okay, like no one tells you how to plan a wedding.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Um, what are we missing? What other things do you like have to do right away? I
2: feel like those were the big ticket those items. Those are the
1: big ones. And especially like, I guess that's one thing I've heard is like, they're like, just get those
2: big things out mm-hmm. of the way and then like, focus Kill. on. Yeah, focus Honestly, on, like, chill and enjoy being engaged. Like we haven't done, we did a venue walkthrough with our like event producer, designer, uh, Birch Event Design uh, a couple weeks ago. But even he was like, we don't need to talk and figure out what we're doing for your september wedding until like july august if you want and i was like that's great because i don't want to talk about it now either (sighs) so we like signed our contract with him in maybe june of last year did our walk through a couple weeks ago nice it's nice to hire amazing vendors who like really do feel like you can trust yeah you do a lot of your planning in the first two months You chill for a very long time and then you pick up the planning again, I would say like two to three months before the actual day.
1: Yeah. That makes me feel a little bit better. Just like crunch time and Mm -hmm. then chill. What's been like the most fun part about
2: the whole like engagement process? I think the bachelor party was my favorite part. Honestly, like if someone's like, why should you get married? That is why. Um, It's just really fun because it's such an exciting time in your life. And like all your friends and people you're close to from childhood, from college, from, you know, people I've worked with, like all coming together to celebrate this really fun thing. Yeah. So that's been great. And also like getting to know my fiance's family more through this process because you spend a lot of time with them. That's so cute. Because they live in Philadelphia, so we don't see them a ton. But this like gives us an excuse to be in like more constant communication.
1: Yeah. And they're like so excited. What's been like the most unexpected part about this whole process?
2: Oh, it's, it's very expensive. Dude. Shit is so expensive. It is so expensive. <laughs> Every time, anywhere you look, it's like, here. you need to give me a $1,000. And I'm like, growing up to me, like $100 was a lot of money. Now I'm yeah. like, oh, something's only $500 take it. You're telling me it's not a thousand. I didn't hit that mark. Like that's my threshold for something being expensive now.
1: It's so terrifying. How do you, okay. This is a like real talk question Mm -hmm. because that's another thing. It's like, how do you even, when you're thinking about financing a wedding, Mm -hmm. how do you even have that combo? Cause I think like traditionally it's like all on the bride and the bride's family. Like, did you have call your parents and be like, yo, so like, what's our budget or like, how'd you do it?
2: Yeah, that was basically it. We got engaged. My dad's like, all right, this is what I'm working with. Figure out what his family's working with. And then whatever we're not covering is on you guys. So it was very, very generous. Okay. Luckily. Nice. And I'm just planning with my dad. So, and he, you know, men are very like straightforward and he also works in finance. So he's not like, oh my God, this dress or whatever. He's like, all right, this is the number. <sighs> and this is what it is. And that's it. So Nice. That's good though. And at least you have like somebody and you could probably like negotiate for you. Yeah. And like I've been negotiating a lot and it's you need like once people hear wedding, any vendor, like the price skyrockets. I've seen that. You can negotiate anything. Yeah. You really can. And even if it's not dollars, it's like band members. Okay, if I'm paying this, like you're telling me that's eight band members, I will actually want ten. Or like, uh, you know, you're charging me this for the band. That's a little over my budget. I'd really love to work with you. Can you throw in like two people who will do the music during the ceremony for free because they want your business too because yeah. you know they want to book things in advance as well right oh
1: so so scary and the also whole thing. I'm like, like oh, the worst
2: God. thing that people say to you is no so always ask yeah because most of the time they'll say yes I know I guess I kind of had that mentality like that it's, it's almost like,
1: especially if you're trying to plan out a month, like a year in advance, and you're like, oh my God, everything's getting taken, that you would just say like yes to things. Mm-hmm. So that's actually very good advice. Like, yeah, actually negotiate. Have you, have you and your groom had any like fights about the planning process? All
2: the time. <laughs> and all my friends are like, don't listen to anyone who tells you that this is the most enjoyable time of your life because you will fight about literally everything. Honestly, I think the money makes... Things a little contentious sometimes. Because, I bet, yeah. And the guest list, it's difficult when like, oh, well, this person, this family's paying more, this family's paying less, but this, these people want to invite more people and it gets, at the end of the day, you have to remember like, this is a joyous occasion and yeah. you should be happy and celebrating, but it's difficult not to get caught up in all the bullshit of I'm know, sure. Because you're like, I want this, I want this, but you don't really need this. And at the end of the day, like there's things you're going to notice that your guests aren't going to notice.
1: yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like there's so many weddings I've gone to that I'm like, I didn't even eat like the dinner. Like I had like, I ate the appetizers. I I, like want my wedding catered by Domino's. Like I said it, (laughs) I'm putting it out there. Like, I don't give a shit. I will put that money towards like having a kick-ass band and an after party.
2: Same. So that was my priorities too. Like band was my number one thing. Yeah. And I would rather put more money in them and take money out of something else. Yeah. So as long as you know that that's going to help you throughout the process too. Right. And I guess you have to be like very
1: compromising.
2: Yes. My boyfriend says it all the time so <laughs> you need
1: to be compromising. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. No. Um, I, I was going to ask you, because you've like been obviously down a little bit farther down this process. And you've, now that you're managing this channel and like mm-hmm. doing all this research, research on weddings, would you say there's like an average cost? Because I have to like have this conversation with my parents. I feel like they're going to be like, here's like $500 like for a wedding. And I'd be like, no, like the average cost of a wedding is actually
2: this. So it's interesting because we were polling our audience because we were under the impression, you know, like they're probably from this area. They're following us. We we're from this area. And we did a poll that was, how much money are you spending on your wedding? Less than 50000 or more than 50000 And 78% of our audience said that they were spending less than 50000 Really? And- a lot of us were surprised because in New York, your venue, which typically does include your furniture and your food, is $50,000. <laughs> and that's just the place. That's insane. So it, it really depends on where in the world that you're getting married. And you know what? I've had friends who do destination weddings from you know Mexico to Florence, and they actually said it was cheaper to do it that way.
1: I'm looking at that. I'm like, I kind of like the idea of a destination too. And it's just like, you know, everyone has to hang out with you for a long time. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the wedding, you know, I just, I keep hearing that like people, it it flies by and you're like blank and it's over. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's scary. And like, yeah, money saving any way you can. Yeah. (laughs) Any way we can. It is crazy though you think about it because you're like also starting your life and you're like, um, all right, $50,000 for venue or like we could buy like a house. It's so crazy to me. So crazy, but...
2: I mean, people do it. People do
1: it. And, it's and you know what's crazier? Fun.
2: People spend way more than that. And that's what you see on Instagram. And that's what we're tr- like. That's kind of the conversation we're trying to disrupt with Betches Brides and being very transparent with how much things cost because people get engaged. They see this stuff on Instagram. Like I saw a huppa that I wanted and I took it to a florist and she goes, that'll be $10,000. And I was like, <gasps> excuse me for an arch that I'm going to be using for 20 minutes. That's no. Wow. That's crazy. So you get conditioned to like all of these things. And then when it's up to you, that's what you want. But that's not realistic. Yeah.
1: Instagram versus reality. Yeah.
2: I love that you guys are doing that because we definitely need more of that.
1: And the channel is so funny. Like I discovered it. I got engaged in like a couple days later. I was like scrolling through Instagram and I found it and I was like, I'm so happy this exists. So anybody listening? Yeah. Anybody listening? If you've gotten engaged or maybe you haven't gotten engaged but just want some inspo, definitely check out Betcha's Brides. It's a good time. And thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. Yes. Oh, wait. Before we close out, any any words of wisdom? I almost forgot to ask. This, this is like the, the biggest question ever. Words of wisdom for somebody who's about to start this process.
2: Besides negotiate everything. <laughs> yeah, which is just great. try, like, Keep keep things big picture. Like, don't get caught up in, like, petty arguments with your fiancé because the stuff that you're arguing about literally doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Awesome.
1: All right. Thanks so much, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you. All right. That is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe found some value. And if you want more from our guests or want to find some of the tools and resources we talked about on this episode, I encourage you to check out our show notes. I have everything there and listed for you. Um, so I tried to make it very easy. So just make sure to check that out. Uh, if you want to connect with me, you can find me on the gram at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Sarah A. Merrill underscore. So hit me up, shoot me a DM. I love hearing from you guys. And uh, if you want to screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram story, maybe tag me. I really, really appreciate when you guys do that because it does, it really helps get the word out on the show and I'll maybe repost you if I see it. So, one more thing. Uh, if you are liking this podcast, please, please make sure to rate and review it. It only takes a couple seconds and it honestly makes a huge difference. So, I would be eternally grateful. Um, and I, I know there are a million ways you could spend your hour. So, just know that I do take your time very seriously and I'm just so thankful to have you spend it with me. So, thank you for that. And I hope to see you back here next week for another fun episode. Until then, see you next Tuesday.